Hello and welcome back to Inside the USFL. My name is Zach Bruner. We are joined again by Jordan McRae, center for the Birmingham Stallions. We are here to give you an inside look at the USFL from someone on the inside. Jordan, how are you doing? I know things are about to start heating up in the USFL really quickly. I'm doing well, man. Actually, uh, in route to Birmingham now uh, in Atlanta and uh, only about a two hour drive from here. So going to get on the road soon and uh, get settled in and get ready for what's to come. Uh, yeah, so everything really kicks off in that world. Joey Ritchie on Facebook was wondering when and where do teams start practice? Uh, obviously, it's starting this week, but when about is teams really starting to gel? And are you guys practicing at the stadiums you're actually playing? Or what's that deal? Um, so we'll have days where we do practice there, but um, we'll have a uh, a field of three or di- four different fields that all of us will be using to practice at different times throughout the day that we'll be sharing. So um, to make sure that we're not just, you know, messing up the field that we're actually all going to be playing on and all have access and availability to a field to where we can get good practice time and also. Are teams practicing together a lot just because there's such small teams? Do you know? Uh, as of right now, I, I do not think we're going to be practicing together. I know there will be scrimmages um, the week before our first game, the week the weekend before our first game. So we might have like a little scrimmage versus another team or something of that nature. But as far as like a joint practice, I don't think that we're doing that. But I'm not I'm not totally sure yet. Right. Right. Yeah, that'll be definitely interesting, especially for linemen, D linemen and stuff. If it's going to be banging against your own guys or uh, practicing on air all week, that's definitely going to be interesting. Uh, Have you guys gotten the playbook or anything like that yet? So we haven't gotten a playbook, but we have been through several Zoom meetings where we have seen the playbook, gone through plays, taken notes and um, essentially gone through some of the installs as well. But I haven't got a physical playbook yet. I'm assuming that we'll get that uh, within the next couple of days while we're in Birmingham. Have they installed the uh, package for you to go out to tight end yet? We talked about that a couple years ago. I'm still working on that with them. Um, Bringing them now slowly but surely. We still got a couple of weeks before the first game. But I'm sure that we'll throw something in there. Either lead of tight end or fullback, whatever they want. If they want me out wide, I can do that too now. Versatile. Okay. Yeah, we've talked (laughs) about it. I mean, you got tight. You got touchdowns on your record, uh, indoor. I think maybe arena, whatever league it was, but it, versatile yeah. weapon. Cordero Patterson, like since you are in Atlanta right now, <laughs> very much so, man. I, I think I just got to show him a couple of clips, and I always have those handy for him, so I'll make sure that they see it <laughs> for sure. Uh, speaking, I guess, to the versatility a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, I guess it was a few years ago you were playing some guard, some center, and it seems like you've settled into center now. Do you feel like you feel the most comfortable at center? Or is that just because maybe there's a lack of that position? I, I don't know. Like, what's your thoughts on uh, where you feel most comfortable? Um, Honestly, I feel comfortable everywhere, man. But um, I, I love playing the center position. I love guard, too. It really just goes um, – when I first started playing football in ninth grade, my father was my coach, and um, he always stressed versatility to me and all of my brothers. So we never had a set position in high school, so I never had one position I got comfortable at. I was just comfortable playing everything, and I think that's really helped me uh, transition to the center position where um, where I'm at now. But um, if I had one position, I feel like I couldn't play any other one. I, 
I, it would probably be right guard. Sure. Yeah. Switch in indoor, outdoor. Obviously, there's big speed difference between indoor and outdoor games and stuff like that. For a center, yeah. does it change a lot for like pre-snap reads for you about what like what defenses are showing you or giving you or not really? Between the indoor, indoor and outdoor game? Yeah, like you've been playing oh, yeah. indoor now for a little bit, and now you're switching yeah. again. Now you're going outdoor. Is it is there any difference? Yeah, it, indoor, it's, it's a difference because essentially there's – the indoor game, they want you to score a lot, a lot of points, so the defense has a lot of rules that they have to follow. You can't twist. You can't do any of that kind of stuff. So on indoor, it really is against your guy for the whole game. Like there's not going to be any twists, like – Maybe I can look and cue some things for the quarterback that the DBs are doing, but essentially for my job in protection and run blocking and all that, I'm just going up against one guy the entire time. Whereas in an outdoor game, um, there are going to be different guys subbing in and out, line games, um, backers lining up differently so that give me different cues for different things. So there's definitely, uh, there's definitely a lot more to be looking at in the outdoor game. As far from the center position. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Joey Ritchie again on Facebook. He uh, had a few questions about equipment, uh, but I'll just ask you. I know uh, NFL, there's like a list of approved helmets and stuff like that. Are you bringing your own helmet that you have? Do you have uh, – what, what's the situation where uh, – do players keep the helmet they've been going with, or is it like a team-assigned helmet? So um, as of right now, I, I believe that we're all just going there and all that will be provided to us. And they'll have a set of helmets that we can choose from. But if, if guys want to bring their own pads or anything like that, I'm sure that, that's uh, available as well. But as I know right now, we're going to be choosing all that stuff in the onboarding process. So we got like um, our team manager and director of operations already reached out. To us, besides having you know, besides pads, cleats, gloves, all that kind of stuff. So it'll be a lot of tools once we get there. Okay. Um, we talked about last week how I mean the media deals and everything. It's going to be a spotlight, a lot of eyes on you guys in terms of uh, the opportunity to take the next step to the league again. Uh, Jake Osmond wants to know if the same, if you believe the same thought process is being you know, talked about with the coaches. Obviously, there's a lot of former NFL guys on coaching staff, stuff like that. Do you think coaching staffs are also thinking that same way where they're trying to impress NFL teams and get back to the league or first-time opportunities? Uh, yeah, I definitely think so. Um, uh, like, what, uh, we talked to my coach, my coach, Coach Heimbach, is a very good offensive line coach, and pretty much this is an audition for everyone. You know, um, he, that's an aspiration that he has for himself he knows he coaches us well we win games it's gonna it's just gonna be something good for his resume to put on and uh, a, lot, a lot of guys want to come back some some guys i assume are happy where they're at and just want to excel in this position and that's fine too but everyone has their own motivations and and things that they want to accomplish with this season i think that the usfl is definitely going to help everyone in that aspect cool and i'll just finish up with one last question again from jake osman uh, with so much emphasis right now being uh, placed on these newer leagues, being ready, physically ready to go right away, 
Do you think there's a lot fewer guys coming into this opportunity out of shape? Do you think everybody's basically physically ready to go, ready to start back up? Or do you think there are some people that are actually going to have to play themselves into shape here? Um, I mean, I would like to think that everyone is always staying ready for their opportunities when they come. But I know that's just not the, not the, the whole fact. And some guys probably will be playing that way into shape. But I'm, I'm sure, at least from the guys that I've talked to that I stay in communication with, it's probably about 15 guys that I know that are working hard and staying ready and staying in shape. So I, I hope that's the, the the general outcome for everyone in the league. But I'm sure there'll be some people that are playing their way into shape. As long as they're ready by the week of the 16th, I guess that's all that matters. I completely agree. And everything really starts kicking off this week. Obviously, we see Jordan McRae on his way to Birmingham. He's going to start practicing. So next week, uh, but I'm Zach Gruner. And Jordan McRae is here as well. We will be back next time again. See ya. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.